0: jinx.
1: Well, that's why we're married.
0: <laughs> Great minds think alike. Um,
1: wow. Episode 2. i blown away. The
0: most dramatic episode oh. 2 ever. Um, dominated, I think, by a couple of characters and a couple of key events which will break down in excruciating detail. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the minutia of it all. Every, everything that happens. We will pour over every detail. Um, so get us Launch us, get us started here Let's go uh,
1: As per usual We start off with two group dates One one-on-one And a fair number of ladies That will not get any time with him right. Beyond the cocktail party And that's, that's normal
0: And really no time on the camera At all Because as we'll get to later This is a to-be-continued So we don't even get the cocktail party Yeah Tonight
1: and, you know, I don't mind that. I feel like when you're balancing, we're still at quite a few girls. Right. And so, like, I I don't know who...
0: Right. I couldn't tell you who didn't get screen right. time yeah. this week. I have um, no
1: idea. I feel like until it gets down to about the top 12, it's hard to keep them all straight. Right. Other than, obviously, Corinne. Right. Um. So, Uh. Yeah. Chris Harrison enters the the Bachelor Mansion. In my
0: notes I have Venom in denim. He was wearing a quite the denim shirt and Josephine was also wearing some sort of overalls number. You, so, you were like, Whoa, yeah. overalls. Hey Josephine, how's it going? <laughs> Should have done the one strap. That's a
1: thing now. Like sexy overalls.
0: When was it not a thing? (laughs) When have overalls not been sexy? But
1: not. I'm not talking about like loose Kelly Kapowski short alls. I'm talking like very tight. tight. yeah. Very (laughs) revealing,
0: yeah. Those snaps. You know what I'm talking about. Snaps in just the right places. (laughs) Um, Okay, so yeah. Harrison comes in. That's really all we see of Harrison this entire time. Uh,
1: and I'm okay with that. Yeah. The le- Harrison's He's busy getting writing. on my nerves. I feel... Uh, what did he do in this episode that we were both like, stop, Chris Harrison. I guess maybe that was last week when he was egging Nick on yes. about, yeah, about the, the Liz, Liz situation. situation. Yes. But even this week when he said, I was like, ladies, so what, what are your first impressions of Nick? What are you thinking? <laughs> Which I did like that they said that both he was, quote, not at all what you would expect and also confident. Yes. So I don't know what they They
0: expected him to be unconfident. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they expected him to be beaten down by years of rejection on The Bachelor.
1: Well, and then I will say, too, Chris Harrison kind of adds a little fuel to the fire that, that Corinne sets off later in the episode because he tells them flat out You know, I would advise you to take advantage of alone time when you Mm -hmm. get it. Yeah. Um, So basically, he's saying, like, when you get that alone time, you better.
0: And you better fight for that alone time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chris Harrison, I mean, he is. He shakes ants in the jar for a job. I mean, that's really what he does. It's true. Um, And and we've noted that time and time again. Um, So, yeah, let's get to it. We've got the first date, the
1: first group date. um, I did not make note of who all was on this date. Did you? Do you wanna No, know?
0: I only have some of the players. Yeah, I mean there I have some of lot. the people. It was a lot of people the key players.
1: Um so they are taking wedding pictures. Mm-hmm. They have a wedding photographer who it was bugging me and bugging me. I could not figure out who his voice sounded oh, did you like you figure it out. I think I think that he sounds like Javier from Felicity.
0: Oh that is a reference that's lost on me but we'll drop a clip now my ex-boyfriend just walked in nobody look what
1: i said don't look
0: he's the cute one over there okay i had a crunch on him but he fell too in love with me then he became obsessive compulsive
1: i said don't look i'll give you oh my god he's walking over here benjamin
0: but then we're dating Uh, no there's no way no way Oh, and then for my birthday, Benjamin gave me a bubble bath with a lot of candles and aromatherapy. <laughs> All right, people, what did you think? Was that uh, was that similar to his voice? He was, I thought he was he... wearing
1: that. Jumper like the shorts. Yeah,
0: those super short, like yes. flowery shorts. Which somehow, I guess, I was deep into my notes, but it took me a long time to <laughs> yeah. notice. Like fifteen minutes into the like, photographer. Oh, he's wearing shorts. What about what about those shorts? Like the most noticeable <laughs> thing on screen, and I can't uh, I can't manage to notice it.
1: So a very flamboyant photographer, mm-hmm. and the girls are dressing up as either brides or bridesmaids, and each bride is a different type of bride. Right. So we had. The eighties bride, the, the princess bride. bride, the well which is the shotgun, the shotgun wedding, wedding bride, yeah. which Alexa commented that she thought having a quote shotgun wedding meant that she would get to be hot with guns.
0: She does not seem to know Hashtag what the term Trump's
1: means. Trump's America.
0: <laughs> she also really got into doing like an accent for the Which
1: is offense like it was a southern accent. Yeah. Which I also thought was funny because uh, what's her face Miss Arkansas Raven, was on yeah. that date, right? Yeah.
0: Well, and what's funny too is like she would do it just to the camera, like not when she when she was doing the interviews. It's like she went Daniel Day Lewis method style. You gotta
1: go method for if this you're be character. The yeah,
0: she actually did get pregnant just for this. Um, I'll also say I want to I want to mention I actually thought that it was clever. So later there's a breakup date. Where they stage breakups, we'll get to that. But I actually thought it was kind of clever to have these two dates in the same show. Um, I mean, not like insanely clever, kind of like the
1: barometer of where the show could go at the end.
0: Exactly. Yeah, like where, and I rarely see them do that. Where like there's some sort of you know overarching narrative or mm-hmm. symbolic. Or, like that much cohesiveness. Yes, that's it. Yeah. That's what I'm like. And the middle date had nothing to do with anything. It was extremely boring. But I will give them some props for putting these two dates together. Um, Yeah. So, and I'll also say so the whole goal was to make a special connection with Nick. And I've got to say, like the bridesmaids, it seemed like it was just stacked against them. Some of them yeah. did do the make the most of it, but I. So like... the
1: photographer pulls out specific girls that he thinks will f- like fit the role of the different brides mm-hmm. the best, and it's true. I mean that often happens. I think on these group dates where there's, you know, some some girls get better treatment than others, right? So yeah, I mean if you were a bridesmaid on this date and just in life, mm-hmm. it's um, like real life. Sorry. Yeah. yeah.
0: Also huge missed opportunity for Liz to not be on this date and cast as a bridesmaid, <laughs> I think. I mean, that's just, I, I have no idea why they didn't do that.
1: Yeah. Um, um,
0: it does, she comes up later and has quite the narrative herself. We'll get to it, but.
1: So, continuing on with the date, Corinne is on the date. Corinne and Taylor seem to have a little beef brewing. A little bit
0: of a feud. Taylor
1: yeah. um, annoys me. Karen mm-hmm. is horrible, but Taylor annoys me because I think she's a little bit like a Kayla. She's very princessy, and she was the princess bride right. during this right. photo shoot, so maybe that's where it's coming from. But she also, I mean, we'll talk about this later maybe, um, or we'll talk about it now, but it happened later in the show where she um, starts talking about how smart she is.
0: I am too smart! I am too smart! SMRT!
1: And we um, have had that before with, oh man, I'm not gonna be able oh, to to remember Taylor's her like, name. Oh, when Taylor's like, he fell in
0: love with my brain. Yeah, when yeah. she's
1: like, uh, maybe he's looking for someone with a master's from Johns Hopkins. Uh, maybe he's into my brain. Um, don't brag about how smart you are, Taylor. That rarely pays off on right. this. Right. Well and
0: when they showed the conversation right before, and I apologize, listeners, we're jumping ahead. We really demand a lot. There's a non-linear format here. But um she there she's like, our conversation was so intellectually stimulating and it wasn't. No, really. it wasn't. And In fact, you could tell that Nick didn't want to be in the conversation. Like, it was super awkward. And he was just like, okay, great. Right. Um, so it was not like they well, were talking was also... about, like, Werner Herzog films mm-hmm. or something.
1: You know? Is there such thing as insanity among penguins? I try to avoid the definition of insanity or derangement. I don't mean that uh, a penguin might believe he, he or she is Lenin uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. But uh, could they just go crazy because they've had enough of their colony? Because that would have been interesting. It
0: would have been interesting for the show. Just t- ten minutes of Bernard <laughs> her Herzog.
1: Um, that was also when she said... Where is it? Uh, we didn't kiss, but, quote, it was there in, like, the eyeballs. <laughs> you are in smart. In the
0: eyeballs, yes. It,
1: I mean... So we have like Olivia in a previous season saying I like to like talk smart things or whatever she yeah. said. And then also she's reminding me a little bit, cast your mind back to Kelsey. Um do you remember her? I do
0: not. I have no knowledge she of her. She was
1: on Chris Sewell's season, and she and Ashley I had a big feud. They went on a two-on-one together, and he ended up uh, leaving both of them.
0: Oh, snap, Chris Sewell's.
1: But, uh, done. let me make sure That's that that game. was Chris Sewell's. I mean, I'm sure it was. Uh, but, she was that uh, just that type of person where she kept talking about how smart she is and how much above the other girls mm-hmm. she was. I don't think Taylor's there yet, but we're going to have to watch that because she could very easily... Check yourself, You better Taylor, check yourself girl. before you get in Kelsey territory. <laughs> you check yourself before you Trebek yourself.
0: So, back to... Know, yeah, we so, skipped a lot. So, Corinne and Taylor are having a little bit of a beef.
1: Oh, yes. Um... Corinne is in a bikini. She's a bikini bride, right? And she, Which I didn't
0: know was a thing.
1: Is that a thing?
0: A bikini bride? Well, I mean, it I wasn't guess for us, right? Why What's didn't that? you do that at <laughs> our wedding?
1: We did get married on the beach, right? It
0: was one step away from you being a bikini bride.
1: Um, so Corinne is all excited. First of all, she goes into the date saying that she thinks that she's in the number one spot, just of all the girls, because. Her, she, her name was first on the date card, and she got the first kiss. Right, jokes on you, Corinne. Liz has already boned him.
0: <laughs> yeah, try second kiss.
1: Yeah, um, and so Corinne is already feeling really good, and she's very pleased with herself uh, in this bikini bride outfit. But then Brittany comes out. Who should out, walk in? It's Brittany, bitch. Brit- <laughs> it's
0: Brittany, bitch. In a little leaf onesie um, <laughs> oh, not a one <laughs> a bikini bottom that's what i mean like a one a single piece
1: a bikini no, bottom,
0: bottom. That's that's what it's i'm referring to onesie. it's not a onesie it's not a it's one,
1: one piece. Not-
0: <laughs> it's one piece of a swimsuit the bottom piece very leafy yeah
1: i feel like that would have been Way more interesting if she had come out in a one. Baby bride, <laughs> <laughs> child bride,
0: very sexy too.
1: Um. Oh, so anyway, you distracted me. Um, Corinne gets super pissed when she sees how hot Brittany very looks. Very
0: insecure, yeah.
1: In her, um, in her bikini bottom.
0: I imagine that the photographer chose Brittany in part because she had hair long enough to cover herself tastefully like some of the girls that just wouldn't have played right yeah. like that's got to be one of the reasons that you get that role is that i guess is or did enough.
1: they put in she have extensions, did they put in extensions maybe so it? yeah she came out and she was like pulling it was very, her. anna is
0: miming hair running down the entirety of her chest right now yes just to, so this is an, an auditory medium so mm-hmm. we need to describe all the actions um Yes, so, but regardless of why she was chosen yeah, Corinne is very threatened by this situation.
1: Until she decides to kick it up a notch. Turn
0: the tables. Yeah. Yeah.
1: By taking her top off in the photo
0: shoot. Right, so they're in a pool, because Mm -hmm. that's people get married in the swimming pool. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, Corinne is a um, bikini bride who loses her bikini top, and then they top it off. Well, by choice. By choice, right. I mean,
1: Corinne is like no yeah. just, just go with me go with this and then she just takes her top off and of course i mean not surprisingly all of the girls are horrified one contestant says that she would kill herself if, if, she, if did she had what done Karen that yes her
0: parents would kill her but she would kill herself well and i love they're all saying things like i don't know if this is what nick wants yeah, this is or this is not what Nick wants. Nick is going to hate a girl who takes her top off in the swimming pool.
1: I think it's a fair choice or a, a fair point to say that if you were coming on a reality show like that claiming that you are looking for your wife, I get the point that they're making, which is like do you want a girl that you can fuck around with and who's going to bear her breasts on national television on day two of this show? Or are you looking for more, like, Is wife she material? wife material? And I'm not saying that those two things can't coincide. They can. I mean... I just found
0: the phrasing to be funny. Like, I don't know if this is the kind of thing that Nick wants. Like, <laughs> me neither. I bet he doesn't want this.
1: I mean... Well, and obviously he does like it because later he rewards Corinne with the date rose. The photographer rewards Corinne by by declaring her the winner, which means that he thought that she and Nick had the best chemistry. Nick rewards her with the date rose. So the real message here just seems to be if you want to be a winner, like... Take your
0: top off. Well, I almost thought I was going to come to that later when they're all like, should I take my top off? You're like, what if I just did that? I thought it would have been funny if they just <laughs> fall. <laughs> would have been like walking oh, around. Yo, would
1: that have been so oh, funny? Fun.
0: Well, it would have been funny to start some kind hey, of an arms race. You
1: know, what would have been funny if they uh, had just all taken their tops off? You
0: know, here's a funny joke. <laughs> let's let everybody take your tops off. <laughs> my glasses are fogging. Out. Um. Anyways...
1: I think that it's one of those, I think that this usually comes a little later in the show, but this is a motif, if you will, I will. that shows up time and again on this show, which is basically like the Madonna and the whore. Sure.
0: Um, yeah.
1: So think about how um, on Ben Flonix's season, you had Courtney who was, I mean, she too, there was a date where they were like, um, I don't, they were dressed in some sort of, like, tribal yeah, garb. that's right. And everybody else was wearing tank tops or something, and Courtney just went, like, topless. Right,
0: with, like, beads or yeah. shells or something. So when yeah.
1: it comes down to, like, uh, Courtney, and I, I believe the second choice on that season um, was, yeah, I mean, just a very, like, very wholesome... Chased. yeah. Yeah. So I think that happens a lot, where you have a couple of girls like Corinne that get, you know... They get pinned against um, your tailors, right. or um, even like Danielle M, who went on the date—the you know the first date with him, the first one-on-one date. Um, it's just they have very different personalities, it would seem, mm-hmm. and so I think what what it seems to me is that the girls are already getting into that common mentality. Where they say, well, if he wants to be with her, how could he ever want to be with me? Right, right. So, like, if that's the kind of girl that he wants, I shouldn't even be here because I'm not that kind of girl. I think that's what a lot of them are thinking.
0: And I I understand the psychology of it. I just, again, I think it's funny for women to be like, I I just don't think this is what a man wants. Especially if they even do the Janet Jackson, Rolling Stone cover, right? If you
1: went on this show, I've... I mean, they might be wrong that this isn't what Nick wants. Maybe that is what Nick wants. But, I mean, thinking of the history of the franchise, that is not what Sean Lowe would have wanted to have happen on a date. That is true. That's true. I mean, Chris Sewell's would be like, I don't know, retreating into some (laughs) sort of like turtle shell that would come over him. I mean, he dumped Jade immediately, basically, when she said that she had posed in Playboy. I think they're, you know, maybe they're judging The Bachelor wrong. Obviously, someone like Juan Pablo would not have had trouble with that. I think Nick kind of falls somewhere in the middle Mm -hmm. there.
0: Anyway, and I mean, as we said, she got the rose. So clearly, to some degree, this is the kind of behavior that uh, catches his attention. He's rewarding it. Um, So we get to the rooftop cocktail party. And things uh, things escalate. Oh
1: Corinne is stealing some time, y'all. Yo,
0: she is she keeps coming. Corinne's keeps coming.
1: the interrupter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's your classic bachelor conflict where other girls are talking to him and Corinne just keeps coming in.
1: And we wanted to pose a question. We were discussing whether or not Nick had if there's a rule that the bachelor has to let a girl interrupt if she attempts to, or and the or if there's a rule that like the girls have to let right. that happen, right? Um Because every time that it happened, to to me, Nick would seem a little annoyed. The girl would definitely right. seem annoyed, and then she would be like, "Okay," and then just walk off, right? So no, like, can you interrupt as many times as you want?
0: I just feel like they always they always emphasize that like. The bachelor breaks the rules. There are no rules here, Nick. You make the rules. Right, you make the rules. So, I don't know. Because obviously the way to win all the girls and America's favor is to be like, I'll be with you in five minutes. I'm still talking to this other person. I I need a few more minutes. Like, to control the situation. But what kind of
1: drama would would that feed? No drama. (laughs) Well, but it
0: would feed drama back to the original girl. You could still play it up. But anyways... Yeah, so there's a lot of interrupting going on. A lot of
1: interrupting. Um, Jasmine and Raven both comment that they, again, think that Nick might not be looking for, um, that he's attracted to Corinne, but that that's not what he wants in a wife. Um, we pop back to the mansion for a little bit where, surprise, surprise, Liz is fucking talking about Janner's wedding. Oh,
0: That's all she's talking about. And that it's is, just like the same thing over and over she again. she is talking about. Yeah. Well, and I have to say, my reaction to this whole situation, because this, spoiler alert, in our spoiler-filled podcast, this really blows up, this whole situation. <laughs> um, this drama was much less interesting than I thought it was going to be. Like, when you hear, like, one of the girls has already slept with Nick, you're like, oh, that's going to be juicy. It's not.
1: I didn't think that it would be. I just thought right away, either, well, he'll be glad to see her and she'll just become, like, a regular contestant. Or something like what had happened Mm -hmm. would happen where he's like, uh, we obviously didn't have that great of a connection if it didn't work out then. And that's, I mean... Really, other than someone like Nick who comes back onto Caitlyn's season, I think that it has the Bachelor has a really low success rate for re returns, right? Um, because there are frequently um, previous contestants that try to come back on the show. Um, you know, people that oh, I got to know you on Twitter. And, right. So I I don't think that that people
0: who you thought were dead but have come back to life again. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. It, that typically doesn't go well and it doesn't go well here either right well i would like Sorry, we
0: impose a lot of things. you know i'd like to know the stats on whether the madonna or the whore tends to do better and the stats on the re-returns but i think you're right we'll get our stats person on that but i think you're right in that
1: look for a twitter poll folks.
0: <laughs> generally it doesn't go very well i um, know what i thought was going to happen and what looks like happens next week bizarrely is the other girls like flip out about it that's what i yeah, thought yeah and that's a
1: given that's I a mean... given
0: except so at the it just to get to it at the end of the episode, I mean, he sends her home.
1: Yeah. Which
0: is clearly in the eyes of the other girls, the right thing to do. Yeah. And yet it seems like somehow they're still, like, losing their goddamn minds (laughs) over the situation. And, I mean,
1: we'll see. But that is what happens. I can't remember who it was that came back. I don't even remember who The Bachelor was. But, I mean, they always, they lose their shit about stuff like this. And it doesn't really matter how it's handled, either.
0: Right. Didn't someone come back as, like, a Fake out like Pavelka or something like came.
1: Well, remember Pavelka in, came uh, back for Jojo. for Jojo,
0: but like, did he? Well, he, he was just—he's a family he was just like, friend. hi, good to see you. I just flew in.
1: He's a family friend, and he was there to offer advice. But
0: they played it for a minute, like well, Pavelka yes. was going to like <laughs> come and enter the contest, uh, <laughs> go on some sort of you know uh, rage. I would
1: love that. We need more Pavelka. <laughs> do we? I don't know that we do need yeah, more Pavelka. We do. We do. Uh-huh. Um. so beyond Liz talking ad nauseum about the fact that she's already slept with Nick um, and I well I just want to say too and this is probably just how they edit it but they do that thing where she says this. she gives you the same information like right. 10 times so she's like right. I was a bridesmaid in Jaden Tanner's wedding We're like we know we know we this itch. yeah
0: we're not. We know, viewers, that you are not so stupid that you need this information spoon-fed to you, ten times over the course of an episode. But here we are. Um, yeah. So she she feels she, this incredible burden.
1: Yes, she's talking about that. And I tell you what I think it is: is she's kind of freaking out now because she didn't get the initial reaction that she wanted right. from Nick, which I think would have been like. I'm so glad you're here. Let's keep this fun, sexy right. secret yeah. from the other girl. Clearly that's what she and was And instead, hoping. I think it's very clear, even from last week's episode, that he's like, uh, what the F? Right,
0: why are you here? And he makes a perfectly fair point of like, you had plenty of chances yes. to contact me.
1: I'm pretty sure you're just here to be on TV. Right. So that you can become famous like your friend and sell gummies that make your hair shiny. <laughs> Um... Who
0: doesn't want gummies to make their hair shine?
1: Hey, if you want a sponsor, yeah. we're right here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we will put your product in our podcast.
1: Yes. These um, gummies
0: really make my hair shine. <laughs> you can tell.
1: Danielle M. gets the date card, my girl from Nashville. Uh-huh. I'm a Danielle M. fan. If you remember, I uh, pointed her out as one of my early favorites when we were mm-hmm. trolling the girls. Oh,
0: yeah, when we were reading all their profiles.
1: Um, I swiped right. Is that how that works?
0: I think so. That's the good one.
1: I guess. I don't know. Um, Millennials, tell us whether you swipe left or right.
0: <laughs> we don't understand.
1: Corinne, uh, back on the group date, is really rubbing the girls the wrong way. Um, but then things get interesting because... Corinne interrupts Taylor, who's blabbing on about Johns Hopkins. Oh, I'm so well, smart. Well, when um,
0: Nick asked her, like, I want to hear about you majoring in psychology. Nobody wants to hear about that. We teach college, and I don't want to hear about somebody's major, right?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: on, like, as your, like, big first date question, you know?
1: I mean... You have, you have three minutes I feel like that's a normal first date question.
0: I guess that's, as a viewer, we don't care to hear about that. Yeah. You know? It's not, it's not interesting television.
1: Well, maybe Nick didn't really want to hear about it either because when Karim comes up, she interrupts them, even though she's already had... So she won the photography contest, so she's had alone time with him then. They get to ride off in a convertible. Then she steals him first on the group date, takes him away. So this is the third time that right. she's getting alone time with Nick. And actually, is this is after no, she has. This is after. The so rose? She, no, she doesn't have the rose yet. But she steals him first. Then she interrupts Alexis, um, shark girl. Yes, who, who is also, not wearing the shark suit. Anymore. No, and who later out. throws a birthday party for her fake boots. Yes,
0: in the outtakes. Yeah.
1: Um, but so she. And I felt bad because I like Alexis. Mm-hmm. I think she's funny. And you can tell that they're like bantering back and forth and having a really good time and then he asks her he's like so tell me about new jersey or where she's from and immediately corinne comes up and interrupts it you could just tell that she had only had like two minutes of conversation with him and corinne comes up barely
0: time to talk about her college major before (laughs) corinne comes rolling in
1: alexis is 31 so i doubt that they're talking about her college major what else are you going to talk about whether it's a shark or a dolphin. Yes, and uh, what? How old her fake breasts? How are. old your boobs are? Yeah. Um, she interrupts. Then, then Taylor is with him, and Corinne interrupts again. Then Taylor interrupts. Good Corinne. for Taylor, I have to say.
0: Good for Taylor. But
1: Corinne gets so mad. What's good
0: for the goose is good for the gander, Corinne.
1: Corinne gets hilariously angry about yes. it. It's like, seems to be on the verge of tears. She's
0: foaming at the mouth.
1: I mean, talking about how rude it is, how there's just a way that you do these things with class and that's not how you do it.
0: And then at the end, she gives like an impassioned long speech about like how to do the bachelor correctly and how all of them need to, you know, just be there for Nick and understand that it's going to get awkward. Like it was, it's ridiculous. It's this long speech. She also, right when she, um, sits down after interrupting nick she says to all the other girls my nipple might have been out when i was talking to nick like no it wasn't
1: <laughs> it might have been who knows yeah your nipple is could, out it,
0: right now it always could be Put it away. it's a possibility <laughs> the, the listeners at home can't tell that one of my tuck nipples it
1: back out under right that now. gap crew cut
0: oops <laughs> nip nip slip everybody oops
1: um, however, all of that interrupting pays off because as we have already stated, Corinne gets the date rose. Um, she says that one of the things that she likes about Nick is that quote, when I talk to him, he like listens. That is nice. Set some pretty low standards, Corinne. He
0: also says that no one has ever touched her boobs like that, which I find she hard to that. believe. Right. She says that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I find hard to believe. The um, Janet Jackson Just in general, right? That, yeah, that even that she's never done that Janet Jackson move
1: before, I find it hard to believe. (laughs) That's actually Corinne's signature (laughs) move.
0: That's what she'll do on every first date. (laughs) Two other things related to Corinne, and then I think we can move on. One is that she appears to refer to herself in the third person. Yes. And it's at least some points. And then also, she, even more than usual, is just surrounded by bugs all evening oh all.
1: i didn't even know yeah that. so like
0: at the uh photography date there's several times where she stops because like insects are swarming her and then there's like a big moth or something swarming her at the party so i don't know what's going on but viewers we'd like to hear or listeners we'd like to hear your conspiracy theories about what's going on with karen and these bugs um,
1: she's actually dead <laughs>
0: This is her one chance to find, to pass into the afterlife. She has unfinished business of not winning The Bachelor. Um, we have to move on to these other dates, yes. but first, um... We have to get a word in from our sponsor. Uh, This week we're brought to you by Sugar Bear Hair Vitamins. And uh, Sugar Bear Hair gives you everything you need to grow the healthiest, longest hair possible. By growing longer and stronger hair, nourishing your hair from within, improving overall health, increasing your hair strength, improving hair elasticity, and stopping hair breakage. Check out SugarBearHair.com.
1: Not actually a sponsor of us.
0: (laughs) If we advertise them, they have to give us money. We have no
1: affiliation with Sugar Bear.
0: (laughs) If we said it, now give us $100. Give us a
1: a check. Sugar
0: Bear (laughs) hair, or a lifetime supply of Sugar Bear hair gummies.
1: Uh, They do look really tasty.
0: Oh, yeah? Mm. We should start giving them to our child. She loves gummies. Mm
1: -hmm. Guys, she loves gummy vitamins.
0: (laughs) She's going to love these shiny bears. kid is hilarious.
1: Get Um, this. Danielle M. goes on the one-on-one date. We get major drama with Danielle M. And drama that they kept hidden in the opening reel. Right, surprisingly. It's always interesting to see how they deal with that because... You know, obviously, Emily Maynard is one of the other famous dead fiancé right. bachelorettes. You gotta have um, one every time. And she that season was a long time ago, but I am uh, almost a hundred percent sure that she had told the girls in the house before she told Brad. Okay. Um, but we get another. Uh, pretty like horrifying. Date yeah, honestly, story. like I
0: don't even know what kind of jokes to make about this. No,
1: I mean, it's, I'm a little it's just really a sad. Yeah. Danielle was engaged to a musician and she did not realize that he was a drug addict. She said that she found him after he overdosed on drugs. That's horrible. Terrible, yeah. And I will say, I mean, uh, so on the date, I kind of liked it that Nick talked first. And so he was talking about like, well, I I tried to find love with Andy and it didn't work. And then I was second place again with Caitlin. I
0: just have the saddest life. Yeah, but I just really learned
1: a lot about myself in that moment of darkness. It's one
0: of the hardest things that's ever happened to me. And then she's
1: like, well, I found my dead fiance after he overdosed. Well played, Nick. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I but tell us that... more about your thing, Nate. Yeah. It's real sad. Tell me more about when Caitlin slept with you and then dumped you.
0: Tell me more about when you got famous on TV for not doing very much.
1: But he deals well with it. He, he does. says, you know, that you should remember the good things about mm-hmm. him, and that he's. He said, "I'm sure that he loved you so much." So I thought that he reacted really. He well did, to especially
0: it. to have this come as a shock. Yeah. And she's clearly insecure about people. Responding negatively to this. Um,
1: she and- said that she's talked about it before with guys that she's been early on in relationships with. And then the relationship ends fairly soon after she is honest about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's an insecurity. Yeah, yeah. I like her. I feel like she's really sweet. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she's not, I would argue she's not your typical contestant on this show.
0: Right, No, she seems good, and I'll say the only other thing really to say about the date, which other than the story, is not all that notable, is it has one of my favorite Bachelor tropes in it, where they're sitting in a hot tub on a yacht, and they're describing how they're sitting in a hot tub on a yacht. Like, they always do that. They're like, we're here in this hot tub, and it's sunset, (laughs) And we flew here in a helicopter, and there's not even like a oh, lot but of commentary. Yeah, no, they watch for. I feel it, like folks. they
1: were doing it ironically. Really? Yeah. because she should... was. He was like, "We're in a hot tub on a yacht, like, like I, like you do." I mean, he was being funny okay. about it. Okay, maybe I missed the irony. I can't believe it. Yeah. You wrote a dissertation on irony,
0: and yet here we are, folks. That's the real irony, right there. And isn't it ironic? Okay, so next next date, right?
1: Group date.
0: Group date number two at the Museum of Broken Relationships,
1: which I think is a really cool idea. It is a cool
0: idea. I looked them up a little bit. They are uh, they do traveling shows to all over the world.
1: I was trying to think about what I would put if you and I divorced because I'm not giving rid of my engagement. Sure. Ring. Right. We you find outside.
0: out that Nick uh, gave away his Neil Lane ring to this. Um, this museum, which
1: is bullshit, because you have to give it back to Neil Lane, and everybody knows that now. Right,
0: Neil Lane. Neil Lane is going <laughs> to sneak in in the middle of the night, diamond thief style. If he's going to lower himself from the ceiling, wearing all black, <laughs>
1: um, as they're perusing the museum, Liz. I mean, basically just starts to have a total meltdown. Right. Because, she's I mean... She's losing her fucking she, mind. Yeah. She's right. Like, Nick clearly feels awkward around her. He says he feels awkward because he, doesn't, he hasn't talked to her. And he doesn't know if she's told the ladies anything. He wants to be sure that they, like, get their stories straight and that they're on the same page before. Um, so that she's not, like, telling everyone in the house, which she has told... Kristen, Mm -hmm. but nobody else. And
0: Kristen, she blabs to Nick, but she doesn't blab to the other girls, which I was impressed by, she seemed. And I mean, it was like 12 hours. And I don't
1: feel like she really blabs to Nick. Because I felt bad for her. Um, You can tell that Liz was a little bit, was pissed off that she had said something. Right. But I felt like he was like, oh, so that was really awkward with Liz. And she was like, yeah, I could tell. You know, like, I Mm -hmm. felt like she... Acted as diplomatically as she could, yes. given the information that she had.
0: Agreed, and it, she it was kind of forced out of her. Like she didn't come up to him and was no. Like, How about that thing with Liz? Because you guys boinked. No. Yeah.
1: And I will say, uh Mia culpa. Because I thought that Kristen was going to be one of the mean girls of the season. I just thought she had that look. Maybe it was the leopard print turban that she seems insistent on wearing. But uh, I think I like her after tonight or last night's episode. I thought she handled it well. Our apologies, Kristen.
0: Really. Um, Yes. So, anyways, what ends up happening, you know, they look at the exhibits, Liz is breaking down. And then it turns out there's going to be enactments of breakups in the courtyard um out back and we were a little unclear there's other people there it appears that these are actors and not people who have chosen to come to the museum to break up
1: i think that's but, a way better idea
0: oh it yeah, i mean it's a it's a very juicy idea but it's unclear from the show yeah. whether who who these people are there's other folks who are doing breakups they just seemed too calm otherwise yeah like,
1: and too scripted right too
0: scripted but um Anyways, they all
1: go through it. Josephine smacks Nick. Now
0: this, I have to give you a lot of credit for this because Mm. when we saw her smack Nick in the trailer out of context, you were like, oh, that's, that's a fake out. Yeah. She's not really hitting him for for anger. And boom, you called it. You know all their tricks.
1: Nailed it.
0: All their tricks.
1: Um, I mean, the real point here is Liz, right? So all the other girls go through their funny breakups. Mm Mm-hmm. Liz, bless your heart, she decides that it's a good idea to basically like write in a journal that someone has provided her with. I can only assume that it's Harrison. Right. Uh, To like recap in a dramatic way what... It's terrible too. We met at at a wedding...
0: That was designed for the celebration of love and togetherness. Yeah. And
1: she's reading it. Um, and Oh, and she gets on him about not making eye contact. Did you catch that yes, part? Yes, yeah. Where she's like, it's okay, I'm right here. And points at yeah. her eyes. Um, and Nick is just cringing. Yeah, as you can... And I
0: mean, there's a better way to handle the situation than he did. But I don't fault him for not. And I don't know exactly what it is the you know.
1: way to do it is just on that first night to not give her a rose and to be like see ya
0: no and, and sure and I agree with that I just think in this immediate moment he just kind of like doesn't really respond to this long story which I don't how blame him how could you
1: like how would he respond I would
0: you? I think just something like you know let's go talk about it like get shut it down get this in yeah
1: the, I mean you know, I, well and she's like it can be over and then they just walk off right. stage
0: I don't know what Liz thought she was going to accomplish in this moment.
1: No, I don't either. Um I feel like she knew at this point that she was that it was it was over. going down in flames. Yeah. She how. was going home and that maybe she wanted to make it look like she was the like uh, the bold brave Oh, cuz right. that's what he said. Like he was like Liz gets up there on the stage, shares her version right, of what happened. So yeah. she's kind of like taking ownership over it. Um, and Nick sends her ass home. Yeah,
0: And, um, you know, I think that was, given the circumstances, I think it was the right thing to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and and that's really where we leave the episode. It's a cliffhanger, folks. Um, I don't know if I can stand the suspense for another week. But, uh, but you've got to. What, else, what other choice do I have? You
1: don't have a choice. None.
0: Um, so we will be back. No cliffhanger there. We will be back. Mm-hmm. Um, our hair will be more shiny and lustrous than ever from the Thanks, sugar bears. sugar bears. <laughs> <laughs> Gummy vitamins that our whole family is eating. Even the dogs love them. <laughs> right, dogs? All right. Peace out. And uh, we'll, we'll hear from you peace, soon. Peace Peace out. out. That's our new sign-off. What's your peace sign-off? Peace
1: hombres uh i don't know yo 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 yeah that's it that's it that's Mm
0: -hmm. you okay this podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c suiteradiocom